I think that's the biggest takeaway from this road trip, from this month. Uh, LeBron has put his stamp on the season, very similarly to how Anthony Davis did to start the, to start the, I believe, November, where he went crazy and started putting up 40 and 20 games like that. Uh, you see LeBron doing that as well. Last 10 games, you know, coming in, uh, coming into tonight, he was averaging around 33 and a half points, uh, 58% from the field, seven assists, seven rebounds, just absurd numbers uh, for him. And I think the numbers don't even tell the whole story, but the quote coming out after Miami uh, made headlines about, you know, he doesn't want to play basketball just to play basketball. It's not as in his DNA. It was the exact quote. And to come out after that game, 47, 10, and 9 in Atlanta. Um, and then tonight as well, I uh, believe he finished with, again, 40 back-to-back, 40-point games for him. 43, 10, and 6. You'd rather not, you know, have to play LeBron 40 minutes to beat a 10 and 27 Charlotte Hornets team. That is really bad. I mean, this Charlotte Hornets team, they are getting healthy. They have talent. But you could just tell the... They're just not in an in-sync basketball team. You know, their defensive coverages are all over the place. Their shot selection is all over the place. A bunch of young guys taking and pulling up shots. This should have been a game where you can kind of handle it pretty easily. But, you know, same movie every time. Lakers go up big, take their feet off the gas pedal. But want to just revel a little bit in LeBron James. Had his 38th birthday, obviously, on Friday. And he's playing at the level that all the kind of top stars do and in a way where he's manipulating he's manipulating defenses as one of the best players in the league and it's no longer he's just putting up 30 you know or on jump shots or you know there's a way that LeBron can get his numbers uh not saying it's not impactful it's just it it's not the LeBron James impact um as you know he's had throughout his career and right now he is playing at that level there is no one getting in his way uh, tonight and he's reading defenses and you know when they trap he's manipulating the floor you can see him pointing guys where to stand even with the miscast of players that are around him just absolutely manipulating the floor to his advantage if they trap he makes sure the four on three is correct if they switch he makes sure that he's attacking the rim still not to, probably getting to the line as much as he should or as he deserves to but he is punishing switches you're not seeing that you know you're not seeing that look at the ball step back as much anymore he's uh, straight line driving. There's two, three guys in the lane on him, and he's still getting there. He's finishing through contact. You can see his aggressiveness up. You can see him looking to the bench, um, and he's still a monster truck in transition. Uh, it's absurd what we're watching. And I had two plays that I thought just absolutely stuck out to me. He had a play where he came off, you know, a ball screen. Uh, he had there was Miles Plumley, so he wanted to pick on him in ball screen actions, which is. You know, the smart move to do on, on Plumley can't really move his feet. He flies off that ball screen like he's 25. Like, it's it looks like he hasn't aged a day over his prime. And I think that's just absolutely absurd. Um, and next play down, again, he went to that same play, uh, this time pocket pass to Thomas Bryant, uh, who missed it. But LeBron is on a surge, and he's put his stamp on the season. He has uh, He's trying to lift the team out. Again, similarly that AD was doing earlier uh, to let the team and, you know, you can, uh, these messages obviously can be broadcasted to a lot of other people than just the players on the roster, the players on this team. Uh, you could tell there's a message uh, to the front office. There's a, just a message that, you know, this season isn't lost. Uh, this isn't a lost season or, you know, one to give up on. 
um, and one to uh, just throw away. Um, LeBron does not look ready for this season to be done. Um, his, you know, his effort on, you know, on both ends, you can see the defensive effort kind of go up. It'll, you know, it'll, it'll wave, uh, it'll come in waves, but uh, there were portions tonight. There was a play where LaMelo Ball had the ball up top and you see LeBron in a full stance, uh, switching his guard hand. Uh, you know, when you defend, you have, you know, your guard hand. Uh, he was switching his kind of guard hand on LaMelo um, in a full defensive stance. And I just thought that was um, really indicative kind of where he's at trying to just carry this team. And again, 40 minutes, uh, for LeBron is just way too much in a game where, again, a Charlotte Hornets team that's 10 and 27 uh, coming into the night. That was actually favored by two points. But, you know, his his level coming back to superstardom, I think, is just that's the story uh, for the team right now. We'll see if they can kind of pick it up. But team goes three on two on the road in a five-game road trip. Again, awful loss to Charlotte before it got blasted, you know, against Dallas. Um but, you know, Dallas is a pretty good team. Luka Doncic, they can get hot. Makes sense. But to win three road games, I think, you know, that's that's very important. And LeBron going back again to superstardom, back to manipulating defenses in the way he can, back to being just unstoppable um, on both ends. Charlotte had no answer. Um, they started doubling from the third quarter, and the Lakers were able to make him pay enough. Him and Thomas Bryant have really, they've really developed this chemistry together as pick-and-roll partners. And he's hitting him on the pocket passes. And Thomas Bryant is a good enough, you know, finisher. And never going to defend, you know, great. But I think, you know, he stepped up as well. But LeBron putting his stamp on the season. And we'll see if the, you know, front office obliges. Uh, it's a conversation another day. But uh, LeBron has put his stamp on this season. And, uh, you know, you see Anthony Davis on the bench as well in uh, in all these, you know, shots where they, you know, they pan to him on the bench smiling. And him and LeBron having, you know, constant conversation and you can see LeBron after every power basket. You saw this against Atlanta. You saw this against tonight. Looking at the bench, just uh, screaming, <laughs> screaming things, uh, getting himself pumped up, and it's incredible to watch. Uh, don't I don't take it for granted. I think you know the start to the year, there were questions kind of where his physical place is at, and this is the best physically he's looked at any point. I'm not. There's still, you know, points of where his athleticism probably isn't, you know, where it was. But he's looked like an absolute monster, averaging 33 a game. And, again, the numbers don't, to me, tell the story. I think his dominance has been insane. Uh, I don't know what he was. But we'll see what he was from a plus-minus perspective. Uh, plus nine tonight, again, that fourth quarter kind of killed him. Again, a game where it should not have been that close. Uh, again, similar issues, two guard lineups playing. Austin Reeves uh, didn't really play in the fourth quarter. Uh, Lonnie Walker out tonight. Russell Westbrook left early after a really strange start. But LeBron James put his stamp on the season, and I'm hopeful that the team can kind of uh, rally around that. Uh, we'll see when Anthony Davis gets back. But 47-10-9 uh, and nine against Atlanta, 43-11-6 uh, and six tonight. Uh, again, a Charlotte team that there was no business. LeBron should have needed that. But 15 free throws, 11 for 15 from the line, a lot of clutch ones um, to ice it. I think, you know, he's put his stamp and he's, you know, he's shown that I'm, you know, I'm not done. Um, and I think, you know, he's bonded with a bunch of guys on the team. They found chemistry and we'll see where it goes from there. But I wanted to revel a little bit in LeBron because it's just absurd. There's no business at 38. He should be doing what he's doing, manipulating defense the way he does, like he's 25, like he's back in Miami, except he has the 
his brain always is a supercomputer, so it's obviously processing information probably faster than his than his body could. But you see the body catch up now to where it's not as much of a gap. Uh, his brain and body can kind of be synchronized, and you see why. And you see the you know numbers that he puts up when that happens: forty-seven, ten to nine, forty-three, uh, forty-three, eleven and six coming into the night last ten games. Uh, so one was with Anthony Davis, I believe, but thirty-four, pretty much thirty-four point seven and seven MVP type. Uh, numbers best in the league type numbers um, up there with all the other players who are playing absurd KD Giannis Luca whoever you want to put up uh, LeBron has had that type of in- impact recently so uh, I think that was the main thing from this from the road trip from the quotes we're getting out of you know from him and you know this the sly remarks and stuff like that it's very clear he you know would like something to be done and that's again separate conversation but he's been absurd he's put his stamp on the season and then uh, Austin Reeves bounce back game and I don't really like the term you know bounce back I think you know he's had a few rough shooting nights um but another just big time shot making and I I don't hope he was hurt but I'm hoping that was kind of the reasoning for him not playing in the fourth quarter the Lakers again went to Troy Brown who was incredible but Austin Reeves I believe didn't really play much in that final quarter and that's kind of when I think the game uh got out of hand um but his defense was extremely important, chasing over on the guards. And then his, you know, his chemistry with LeBron has been there from day one. It's been palpable from day one. And you see that in transition. And I'm still confused why he's not starting. I mean, I feel like it's pretty ceremonial just putting him in after a couple minutes of the first quarter starting. Might as well start your five best players. And you're lucky tonight. Charlotte's a very bad team. That was extremely ugly basketball to start this one. But Austin Reeves, um, his pick and roll play and we saw it down the stretch of this game. Uh, again, I think he was not feeling well, which I'm guessing was the reason. I'm, that's just my guess. I haven't seen anything. But uh, him and LeBron's kind of screen and roll game, I think, is the best on the team in terms of LeBron's relationship with a guard. And you saw that down the stretch, how they try to run it with Dennis and Patrick Beverly. And the flow and the flow and the chemistry just isn't there, especially when you have guards that can't really, who aren't really threats to shoot. It makes it much tougher to kind of run that type of offense, the one that LeBron's most comfortable with down the stretch. And you saw that there where they try to run that screening action. Uh, the You know, most teams down the stretch are going to trap LeBron, especially when he has 43 points. But you saw down the stretch there, they try to run that with like Dennis and Patrick Beverly, and it was kind of ugly. Those, they're not really as comfortable on that four-on-three attack there, playmaking out of it or shooting. Um, and I thought we missed Austin's kind of game there. But it was good to see him really bounced back uh, a couple threes tonight again just being a pest on defense uh one of our better chasers uh in you know in our drop coverage screen where we have guards that need to chase over I thought he was really good at that on Terry Rozier on Lamella Ball I believe he leads our team in like drawing charges off the ball there's like three at least he drew tonight again just all that stuff uh only 22 minutes again I'm thinking uh wasn't probably feeling well but 15 points for him seven assists Russell Westbrook out, obviously, so he had to kind of man that second unit um, by himself, and I thought did a pretty serviceable job. Uh, 15.7 assists to one turnover, uh, just really good, solid basketball. Again, never really worried about him returning to form or something like that. I uh, again, I him starting and coming off the bench. I just think get our five best players out there, man. Get our five best players to start. But uh, again, if he's gonna play the you know requisite minutes, don't have uh, much of a problem with it um, but he was again just a big
big time game for him. And without Lonnie Walker, I think, you know, his production again is just extremely important to, to have on the team. And we'll, you know, we'll see Lakers go home for a couple of games now, but um, again, I think, you know, some other unsung heroes, uh, Thomas Bryan, who, you know, is going to give up a lot of points that he scores, but, you know, fifth double, double in nine games. Uh, again, those games all without Anthony Davis, um, I believe he started, all of them, another double-double, 18 points, 15 rebounds, was somehow a minus seven to finish this out. Again, his plus minuses aren't ever really that great, but 18 points, 15 rebounds, you need that production uh, without AD. Again, he's finding uh, those gaps in where to roll with LeBron, where he's found those with Russ. Him and Dennis are starting to have that as well. Just a really talented, I think, offensive center. You're seeing that free throw line jumper start to go in as well, seeing him be more confident with that. I don't think three ball will ever return to like Washington three ball, but uh, he's been solid. And another guy, I think, you know, Lakers need more of these where like, I don't ever have to question Thomas Bryant's effort or, uh, you know, want, or, you know, if he's going to, you know, play hard, stuff like that is all just part of the package. And I thought he was great. The Lakers have, you know, really emphasized him as a role man. And you saw them punish Charlotte, Charlotte, as they doubled uh, LeBron, Thomas Bryant were able to get to the right spots. And, you know, he finished 9 for 17. Again, just big-time production uh, without AD. Fifth double-double again in nine games. And they've needed, you know, his his play. The Lakers have very few, quote-unquote, big men. And obviously even one of them that they have, they just don't even play. Damian Jones, another DMP tonight, uh, because he just can't play NBA basketball. But uh, Thomas Bryant was, again, really good. And I don't think you'll ever be able to defend enough to probably win at a to win at a pace. Um, but with him at your starting center, but uh, he's filled in as nicely as you could expect. You know, teams are going to score over him. I thought you know Plumlee got him a few times as well. Who's a more just traditional center, banging down low, and you'll you know live with that. I still think we can make life a little easier on him. So he played 37 minutes tonight, which I think is a lot for Thomas Bryant and uh, one of my, you know, notes here, winning Gabriel 10 minutes plus 15 and 10 minutes. And I'd love to, you know, have Darvin Ham kind of speak on why his minutes are capped at where it, uh, where it is. Um, the numbers and the num the numbers and the film just kind of say that he's extremely productive. And again, with just no big size players and our, you know, our want to play is so small where we go with these three, sometimes four guard lineups. And tonight I think it was just a three guard lineup, but Wayne Gabriel seems to come in and just make an impact. Um, again, plus 15 in 10 minutes is a really tough thing to come and do it was two for three. Um, only one rebound, but again, just did not play very much. I think got two really short stints, but comes in and just creates havoc is a very, very skilled role, man. I think he doesn't get credit for like the skill part of his game he understands like he can finish with either hand as well finishes through contact him and Russ have built a beautiful chemistry I would love to see Wenyon play a little bit more with LeBron as well I think those two can uh Wenyon has kind of been uh relegated to only second unit plays so, or or when you know LeBron is off the bench he's kind of on the floor next to a guard usually Russell Westbrook but I think Wenyon and LeBron as well can have some really awesome chemistry just a really smart player in transition and in the half court does a lot of things where he'll roll and he'll understand kind of where to be horizontally to the guard that's why you know Russell Westbrook likes playing with him as a lot as well 
he can kind of just shovel it, right? Instead of a pocket pass or anything, Wenyon's usually side by side to kind of hit him uh, with a shovel pass. So I'd love to see kind of Wenyon have more minutes. Uh, I was looking at his minutes the other day. Wenyon Gabriel is his maximum minutes for the season is 26. And foul trouble has been something that I think has been pointed out correctly. Never fouled out this season. You know, had five fouls, I believe, three times. Um, but again, foul trouble I don't think was issued tonight as well. Uh, did have did have three fouls, but I just again just love to see him kind of. Uh, and I think you know with his you know 100 miles per hour play, you're gonna get a couple fouls. But I uh, would just love to see his minutes kind of up. I think it could help Thomas Bryant as well, just not have to play these huge loads or give us you know less of these really small ball units. Where again, I think tonight that fourth quarter, uh, two guard. Patrick Beverly, Dennis, and Winning's not going to take their minutes, obviously, but uh, to just give us some more size up there, more uh, conventional size, conventional lineups, um, to give us just a higher floor, I think, than the offensive ceiling that, you know, these three or four small guards would give you if they were theoretically hitting shots, but they never actually really are or are defended like they are or don't really get the gravity of that. So uh, we'll see if he can kind of, get more, a few notes, you know, a couple more notes here. I think, you know, Troy Brown is really, uh, he was rewarded with uh, 34 minutes tonight. A lot of that Lonnie Walker, obviously out, who's our small forward, which is another, you know, issue in, in, of itself. But Troy Brown, 34 minutes tonight, plus seven. Uh, again, part of that kind of fourth quarter run there. Um, but he was, you know, he's had nine threes coming in on this road trip already hit four more tonight four for eight from three tonight um and again just i think more of these low usage type of wing size players just would just give extreme value uh to this team that already there already has a bunch of guys who put it on the floor so much and even patrick beverly who's supposed to be in this vein of player um also puts it on the floor a lot you'll see him take jab step threes troy brown you know it's a gift and a curse thing but like he plays his role we'll never you know we'll never take five dribbles into a step back you know does never really plays outside of his zone and I think like more high floor low ceiling players is what kind of he fits into and you put him around better players I think he plays better I think Troy Brown off the bench you're going to get a player that has been you know was on his third team in uh three years or whatever it is for him uh but you play him with the starters and you play him next to you know better players where his like propensity to do the little things come out, I think are extremely helpful. And you saw that, I think, with the starters tonight. You see him, uh, he's one of the few guys on the team that are box out rebounders. Um, even our guys who get high level rebounds, Russ, LeBron, they're not a find a body type of rebounder. And he is, and so is JTA. And Thomas Bryant is like that as well. He just loses a lot of strength battles. But Troy Brown, 6'6", six, six, the guy who can, you know, he, you know, when a shot goes up, he looks for a body and he contacts for boards. Five rebounds tonight for him, only five rebounds, that's kind of low. But he's been rebounding really well. And, you know, just those low kind of usage, do little things. Uh, you saw him get a bunch of plays where, like, uh, he had three steals tonight. And a lot of that was just hustle. Runs back and transition. And, you know, Charlotte's going to make a lot of, uh, you know, bad plays, for lack of a better term. They're, you know, a very young team, so they make a lot of, uh, reckless passes and LaMelo has the freedom to do that obviously but uh, a lot of plays where uh, Troy Brown kind of just runs back and you know gets a stop there and it's just little stuff like that and he just gives us some you know 6-6 is almost 7-1 on this team like he gives us some like really 
useful size. And I think putting him at like 10 to 15 minutes off the bench, you don't get, you know, anything out of that to me. And you play him next to guys who can't really shot create for him in that way. Um, and that's how you get nights where sometimes he takes like three shots, you know. Um, so I think him, these are guys just you want next to stars. You can just be high floor dudes who can do the dirty work. And I think he's a he's a type of player that understands who he is and he does that. So he's played really well. I think on the road trip, he's had a, you know, played really well in Atlanta. Again, four for eight from three to nine. Not going to shoot 50% from three in every game. But uh, I think, you know, his uh, his game is, you know, big for what we do and we can't really play him 34 minutes every game but you know they can I think he's a starter uh and I think we're getting closer to the to the starting lineup that that makes sense um but you know I think Troy Brown Austin Reeves to start uh I think that would be that's the starters that make sense and if Beverly still has to start I I get it or you know if Dennis has to start but I think you know if you can or you put Lonnie Austin and Troy Brown I think that's like our best probably three to to start um uh austin lonnie and troy brown but yeah great game from him as well we'll see if i can keep up and uh and this is now you know i said game 10 without ad and the lakers go five and five without anthony davis which i think is what again there was games to charlotte that was blown right before the road trip and the blowout against dallas with the 50 point quarter but five and five can't really you know complain too much about that i think if you uh if you kind of mapped it out and said if they can go 500 without ad well it all depends obviously when he gets back you can't be six or five or five or six games under 500 um probably when he gets back and the wins are going to have to start stacking at some point but i think that's you know that's that's enough to keep your head above water and lebron looks like he's in this uh state of just in an extreme offensive rhythm uh, where like his he is carrying at a level that keeps your floor high enough where if you can just put out lineups that defend um, and can rebound uh, next to him and just hit a few open shots you can get some wins here coming up and again against Atlanta I thought the game turned when we played JTA and Troy Brown together two guys who aren't you know stars or even star role players but just do little things uh, that really help um, and if you can just keep lineups a little bit more conventional um i think like having patrick beverly on the opposing team's wing is just so unconventional un unconventional for a team that just doesn't have that margin for error uh and we saw that tonight as well lebron puts up 43 uh 43 tonight 43 10 and 6 and uh the hornets a few shots go their way and this game could have turned around into a disaster um i think you know we're finding that out and i think you know just putting some more conventional lineups there I think the team is starting to round out into where shots come from and I think they're starting to get comfortable sadly it's a I think they're starting com comfortable sadly without AD if that makes sense they're starting to understand like where minutes and shots and roll and you know what they have to do every night without AD because that's a huge difference you're taking away about 25 shots a night you're taking away the whole way the defense was actually run right it was a is the defense was a drop coverage and where AD kind of covers up for everything else. And now you have Thomas Bryant back there trying to cosplay that. And that's a completely different role. Your help and where your help is supposed to come from, those are entirely different places um, than if Anthony Davis is on the floor. And I think, you know, it takes some time to adjust to that. And I think the team is starting to find that a little bit. These 
you know, I think in Atlanta as well, they got hot late, but I think the defense was correct in that second half. You had, you know, Troy Brown chasing over DeJounte Murray. It's just more standard lineups. We had Patrick Beverly on him to start, and I thought, you know, he, he got cooking. Um, and again, tonight as well, just more Troy Brown uh, minutes. He had played 34 minutes. It was very clear that uh, Darvin Ham wanted to keep, you know, his size on the floor. Um, but again, still close. Patrick Beverly, Dennis Schroeder, who's Dennis Schroeder has really picked up, you know, his play as well as of late. But again, just I think more conventional size. And uh, I think this team can kind of at least keep its head above water. Um, we'll see when AD gets back. But three and two on a road trip. Uh, road games are never easy. I don't care how, what seed you are or what team you are. Those are really tough. Game 10, um, this includes the uh, the win at home against Denver, who's that looks like more and more of an impressive win as, as Denver keeps playing. But three and two on the road, five and five uh, without AD. Uh, coming home, I believe, to play uh, the Miami Heat. Uh, again, tough game, but Miami's not playing at an elite level right now. So I think that's a game you can maybe steal um, and then kind of go from there and hope there's an update on AD when we get back. But uh, LeBron is, again, closing this out. LeBron has put his stamp on the season. And we'll see if that, you know, stamp is read by anyone or if it, you know, made any waves. Uh, you felt like AD did that earlier, and that was obviously not met with um, any kind of action or or anything like that. We'll see if LeBron's is, but his his stamp has been has been posted, um, and I you know I don't see him slowing down. We'll see if this can keep up. Again, 40 minutes to beat the Charlotte Hornets is is uh, is not a great situation to be in, but uh, he was in he was incredible, and just wanted to revel kind of in that. Uh, but uh, thank you for listening. Uh, this has been the Lakers SBN Post Game Show, and we will see you after the next game.